Welcome to the Holistic Narrative Podcast, where we stop the chase of perfection and find peace in our bodies by discussing mindset, wellness, life, and biz. I'm your host, Christine Gonzalez. Let's define our own narratives and reclaim our lives. Let's start with a reflection. How many years of your life would you trade to live in your ideal body? When thinking about this, start with the pros and cons and remember that time is a precious resource that we cannot get back. And if this struck a chord with you, maybe it is a good journal prompt for you later today or tomorrow. When Psychology Today surveyed 3,452 women and 548 men, asking them how many years of their life they would trade to achieve their weight goals, the results were conclusive. A significant minority decided that life was only worth living if they were thin, with 15% of women saying they would sacrifice more than five years of their lives, and 24% of women stating they would sacrifice more than three years. The results were so significant that they wished they had tested the extremes of people being willing to give up even more of their life. 10, 20, 30 years for the pursuit of their ideal body type. With all of us having infinite worth in this life we lead, it is disheartening that we would replace years of our lives with society's ideal. But I have so much empathy since we are all constantly bombarded with visuals that we end up internalizing from a very young age. Whether it is on social media, in comments, on TV, in magazines, in conversation with friends or family members, it can feel like it is everywhere. So much so that most of us have experienced dissatisfaction or body image concerns at some point in our journey. So there needs to be some self-compassion no matter what you decided when you reflected. Sometimes we just want an immediate fix. But it's a process and a journey like anything else we want to put our minds to. Finding body neutrality, body acceptance, and body freedom are the ultimate goals. And finding peace in our body, it allows us to define our own narrative without the influence of chronic dieting, hustle mentality, information overload, or societal pressure. So let's get started. What is body image? According to the National Eating Disorder Association, body image is how you see yourself when you look in the mirror or when you picture yourself in your mind. Depending on your life experiences, your current narrative and identity, the way you feel about yourself and habits and who you surround yourself with, your body image can shift and ebb and flow, much like life. It can also shift on a day-to-day basis or an hour-by-hour basis. Think about how many times we were feeling great about ourselves until we step on a scale or try on pants that don't fit the way we want them to at a store or catch a glance in a mirror and are not okay with it. Did your body change in a matter of moments? No, but something upset you and therefore diminished how you were feeling that day. And it's normal. It more so depends on how we react to that trigger. So what are the four aspects of body image? The National Eating Disorder Collaboration breaks down body image into four different aspects. Perceptual. The perception of yourself or the way is you not always yourself. the correct representation of what your body looks like. Typically, we most often realize this when we view old photographs, wondering why we considered ourselves a certain body size or body shape, effective, or how you feel about the way you look. Everyone has an opinion in regards to the way they look. There may be things you like or dislike about your body, 
but your effective body image is the overall feelings you have about your body, body appearance, and body shape, including individual body parts. Cognitive, or the thoughts and beliefs you feel about your body. How do you feel about your body? Whether you wish you were larger or smaller, had more muscle tone or less, all of these feelings of how your thoughts and beliefs would be if things were different is your cognitive body image. Behavioral, or the things you do in relation to the way you look. What behaviors does your body image cause? I know for me, it used to cause me to disengage with my body completely for a few years, as if we were two separate people. These behaviors caused by satisfaction or dissatisfaction is your behavioral body image. So what factors affect body image and why is body image an issue in our society? As I mentioned before, so many of us have internalized so many different concepts in relation to body image in general that we have placed those restrictions on ourselves. In the pursuit of what we have considered the perfect body, we may have fallen into a diet culture trap that affects our mental health and self-esteem. We have to realize we have been conditioned by so many risk factors to body image over our lifetime, such as societal pressure, the media, and friends and family, amongst others. Societal pressure runs rampant. The prejudice of size, which in the United States began in the early 19th century, according to Sabrina Strings, author of Fearing the Black Body, is when fatness was deemed evidence of immorality and racial inferiority. Let that sink in. It was not health concerns that stigmatized larger body types, but a racial and religious roots that caused the Western world to favor the lean body type. Think about how that has contributed to so many of our body issues in society today, where a high value is placed on your size. According to the Body Image Therapy Center, 81% of 10-year-olds are afraid of being fat, and 89% of girls have dieted by the age of 17. We have continued the perpetuation of fat phobia under the guise of health, which is a larger topic for another discussion. The media, whew, the media. Whether it is social media, television, or advertising, we have been bombarded with different imagery of how we should look rather than showing representation. Since we were young women, we have been looking at the media to see what the ideal beauty standard was. And if any of us did not measure up, it just made us further self-conscious. The fat friend was never the protagonist, but always the sidekick. The one who was hilarious, and that's why people loved her. The one that she was doing all she could to lose weight, but could not. The one who was sneaking snacks in the middle of the night. That has been the media portrayal of a whole segment of people for so long. We can go further down this road with other typecasts that are wrong but these messages are seared into our subconscious. The fashion industry has definitely been making strides, but when we were growing up, we all know how it was ultra thin, mostly white models who were on the cover of magazines. And our younger selves were wondering how we were ever going to measure up to them. The media messages we have consumed form a negative body image a lot of us feel and was a reinforcement of societal pressure. And now with the invention of social media, highly edited images are not just on the cover of a magazine or in an advertisement, but right on our feeds to scroll through on a daily basis if we do not curate our content to something that makes us feel good. We state you are who you spend most of your time with. Therefore, family and friends influence our own thoughts and opinions. 
Typically, this may go one of two ways. Family and friends may not always mean to be affecting us with negative thoughts, but their high standards and self-criticism usually trickle down to affecting us individually. Or we have family and friends who criticize and have strict rules surrounding food, which affects our own body image issues. And how many times have you been part of a discussion that is literally everyone discussing what they don't like about themselves? While it may seem productive to share these feelings and could be in certain instances, you also have to realize depending on what someone says about themselves, it could cause someone in the conversation to not look at themselves a certain way, creating another negative thought. Ugh. Finding peace in your body makes it easier to not play the comparison game. Feel appreciative for what your body can do for you. Makes you worry less about your physical appearance. Makes you note when you are not being kind to yourself along with a number of other benefits that come along with good self-worth and a healthier body image. Since early childhood, we all shared a common experience where we were conditioned to think a certain way about our bodies. But we also have the ability to change our thoughts, especially when we are going to improve our quality of life. Holistic narrative is for educational purposes and should not be a substitute for medical advice of physicians. Do not rely on this information as a substitute for nor replace it with professional help or professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you're looking for support for or suspect you have an eating disorder, I encourage you to please call the National Eating Disorders Association helpline at 800-931-2237 or visit their website at www.nationaleatingdisorders.org. I hope this episode gave you the chance to reflect. Let me know what you think at holisticnarrative.com. And if this has helped you in any way, I hope you take the time to leave a review so it can help others. If you'd like to hear more episodes in our body image series, hit the subscribe button and I'll see you next week.